0: Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, no acquitting for taste. Opton brings the case against his girlfriend Kelsey over the decor in their new apartment. Obton wants to go modern and classy. Kelsey says that would be boring and wants furnishings that are more quirky and unique. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom.
1: Long ago in days of yore, it all began with a god named Thor. There were Vikings and boats and some plans for a furniture store. It's not a bodega, it's not a mall. And they sell things for courtrooms that are smaller than mine, as if there were courtrooms smaller than mine. Unnamed store, just some oak and some pine and a handful of Norsemen. Unnamed store, selling furniture for college kids and divorced men. Everyone has a court, but if you don't have a court, you can buy one there. Bailiff Jesse Thorne, swear them in. Please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth,
0: the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God or whatever. I do. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge Hodgman's ruling despite the fact that he abhors all furniture? I do.
2: Uh, Yes, I do.
1: Very well. Judge Hodgman? Obden and Kelsey, you may be seated for an immediate summary judgment in one of your favors. Can either of you name the piece of culture that I sang, I dare say beautifully, before walking into this courtroom? Kelsey, you have been brought into this court against your will by Obden. You have the choice to either guess or make Obden guess first, but you will guess.
2: Um, I'll, I'll make Obden guess first.
1: I think she's playing this game, Jesse. I think she's really <laughs> playing this game at a, at a next level. Obden, you got it.
3: I uh, unfortunately no. I'm gonna guess it is some sort of commercial for a furniture store.
1: Okay, I'll let that be a guess. Kelsey, what is your guess?
2: My guess isn't any better. I think it's probably something mocking Ikea commercial.
1: That is a guess. And both guesses are... <laughs> in, well, one guess is wrong. One guess is mostly wrong. And therefore, I will say all guesses are wrong. Of course, the, the song that I was singing is called Ikea, it is not an official Ikea song, and we are going to discuss Ikea in this, in this case, because it comes up in your petition, and we are in no way sponsored by Ikea, as I think it will become clear as we go forward. <laughs> <laughs> they would not pay for this one. Uh, the song is called Ikea. It is not an s- official song of Ikea. It is a song by my dear friend and friend of this court and maximum fund, Jonathan Colton, a singer-songwriter. Uh, and uh, it's an amazing song that you can get at his website, jonathancolton.com. That is a plug. And of course, when I'm singing Unnamed Store, I would be singing Ikea. Very funny song. Um, Not a a direct pair. I don't think that Ikea does any television advertising. I don't even, I I think they don't need to anymore. It's the biggest furniture retailer in the world, and they're certainly not sponsoring any podcasts, and they certainly have got quite a bit of your money. Isn't that so, Optin? Uh, I would say so. Yes, Judge. All right. So here's the situation. You, and correct me where I'm wrong, because I want to make sure I understand this case. You and uh, Kelsey have moved in together. In, correct. In, in where do you live? Uh, Arlington, Virginia. Arlington, Virginia. I don't know that place very well. Is it near D.C.? It is. It's one metro stop from the first DC
3: metro stop, so it's extremely Got it. close.
1: Got it. And you two are uh, unmarried, correct? And you know, and you know my, you know this court's position on unmarried couples cohabitating. Yes, I right. do. And that's fine. So it's established law. If you've not listened before, uh, the, the court takes the position that people can do whatever they like. But to uh, to our mind, and that, that that's I'm using the courtroom we to my mind. Cohabitating without being married is all of the, all of the, the dull drudgery of marriage, including s- sleeping with each other's farts all the time, and, we, and all of the excitement of becoming a financial partnership without any of the protections that marriage affords you thereafter. But it's your choice. I've gotten a couple of angry letters lately from long-term cohabitating partners, and to them I say, if, I, if you feel that I've insulted your lifestyle, I apologize. Uh, I'm not talking about adults. I'm talking about young people moving in together, um, and and even then, I could I could definitely be wrong. Are you guys happy happily living together? How long have you lived together?
2: Not very long, but pretty happily.
1: And how did you meet? Kelsey.
2: Um, we actually met at our old uh, work in San Francisco.
1: And what was your old work?
2: Um, it was. Um,
1: sounds like you're making it up now. <laughs> I'm
2: not, but was it, a, it was the federal government, and I don't know how specific we're supposed to be, but.
1: Um, it sounds Ooh, like. They're in the CIA. Yeah, they're in the CIA. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're not assassins. Not quite as
2: cool, but, um, but yeah, so we met at work and we both kind of bonded over being returned Peace Corps volunteers.
1: Ah, oh, well, in, I see. In
2: different places, Peace okay. Corps
1: both volunteers. In Peace Corps. Yeah. right? I'm I tapping the side of my nose, just so you guys know. <laughs>
2: oh no, all of the stereotypes that come with that. I guess.
1: Do you mean to say? Do you mean to say you were both in the Peace Corps, not together, but you met? Correct. You met when you came back stateside, and now you currently mm-hmm. work for a branch of the federal government that you cannot name.
2: Yes, now separate branches. Luckily, luckily we don't still work together and live together. Right, that would be entirely too much.
1: That would be against the federal law.
2: <laughs> Maybe
3: <laughs> if one of us is in the supervisory position to the other one.
1: Oh, I see. And uh, and what did? Where were you guys stationed in the Peace Corps? Bobton? Um ooh. I was in Bulgaria, Eastern Europe. And what were you doing in Bulgaria for
3: peace? I was a community and organizational development volunteer. I worked with a couple of nonprofit uh, youth teaching them parliamentary procedure and that sort of stuff for
1: student government. I see, and that's a good story, Kelsey. What, did, where were you stationed, and what did you do?
2: Um, I was in Rwanda, and I mostly was a teacher for uh, computer science.
1: Isn't that? That's one. Thank you. Thank you both for your service. Let me just say, and Abdin, uh, uh I, I, I detect a, a, a very beautiful accent. Indeed, thank you for calling it beautiful. I think that I it think is. it's
2: really cute too.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, are you were, you were you born in the United States? I
3: was not. I was born and lived in Iran for most of my adolescence years. Got um, it.
1: Okay, and then you emigrated with your family. I correct. You? So you're uh, an Iranian-born person who spent some time pretending to do stuff in Bulgaria for the federal government. <laughs> And now you you come back to work in an unnamed capacity for an unnamed federal agency outside of D.C. Got it. Summed up beautifully. <laughs> I think I understand. <laughs> um, no, it's, lo- it's lovely to meet you both. And and Kelsey, you're you, I presume you are also a a first class computer hacker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> okay.
1: No more talk. No more talk. Because <laughs> I, I want to live to see my children before the <laughs> podcast is over. And I know the federal government is listening and I have a few drones outside my window right now which is a weird coincidence. Anyway, so but you are two young federal agents in love. <laughs> yes, outside of DC. And this is uh this is a dispute over the decor of your new apartment. Obden, what is the what is the problem with the decor?
3: So our apartment is uh in a high-rise tower and there's a lot of them around here mm-hmm. around where we live and it's very modern looking and sleek mm-hmm. and I want the furniture and the decor of the apartment to reflect that and be very sleek and mostly new furniture I understand the glo- uh climate compact of having a new furniture but I think it's worth it because it's our first apartment together and it'll be nice to have nice things not that we can afford many nice things but as much as we can and kelsey i'll let her some of her own argument actually
1: you know what you're the best litigant we've ever had on the show thank you very much for, <laughs> for doing that kelsey just shorten um, to the point and then he hands it off you guys are gonna live very happily together even unmarried what's the problem with sleek and modern
2: i think it's hard to call just basic IKEA furniture sleek and modern. <laughs> ah. like, it's it's basic IKEA furniture just uh-huh. because it's like black and white colored and a little bit boring doesn't make it either sleek or modern.
1: <laughs> and who bought the furniture?
2: Afton bought it all.
1: Oh, excuse me. I've, I've... Well,
2: we paid for it together. He just picked out all of it.
0: Wow, what were the circumstances of that?
2: Um, so... busy lifestyle. <laughs> yeah.
3: I have already finished my graduate degree, but Kelsey is currently in law school and working full time. So once uh, she moved to uh, D.C. before me, a few months, right. like three months before me. right? And so when we decided to move in together and moved out here, I had more free time. So I picked up a lot furniture and she said she doesn't care as long as whatever I pick, it's fine. And so I picked it and we paid half and half for it.
1: Yeah. See now, Kelsey, you're learning the wisdom of the Judge John Hodgman. Law, you have you have you are halfway into a bunch of furniture you do not like, and if something were going wrong in your relationship, you're going to have to split up that terrible furniture. Oh, I he want. can have
2: if, if it's over. He can have it all. I won't all right. even miss
1: it. Kelsey, uh, w- when you imagine your perfect room in the vision board of your of your uh, mind, what kind of what kind of extra stuff you want to have in there?
2: Um. Well, so. I I like more unique things and I, I really miss my apartment in San Francisco
1: because sure. it was describe that to me.
2: Well, it was an older building and I had the really cool like um I don't know what the name for it is, but like the architecture in San Francisco where the windows kind of go like um like half circle outwards. So I had really big bay, like bay windows. windows. Yeah, big windows. And I had um i had a hanging piece of driftwood that i really liked <laughs> in my window where did you I get found, where
1: did you get the driftwood
2: i found it on the beach and i drilled a hole in it and i yeah. put an air plant in it um, excuse
3: me you put a, a what in it
2: it's called an air plant thank so. you
3: judge because she has been referring to this thing as an air plant as if it's a common known oh, thing
2: they are, they're <laughs> Very commonly known They're
0: air plants. Air, yeah, right? I I know what an air okay. plant is, and my four year old son got one as a party favorite. At a They're recent the birthday
2: coolest. Plant. They don't they don't need any soil. You just spray them with a squirt bottle. Um,
1: wow, so, Tillandsia bromeliads, unique, exotic, and low maintenance air plants make for beautiful modern home decor and unusual gifts that comes and I had from a terrarium that comes from AirPlantSupplyCo.com. You had a terrarium?
2: I had a terrarium that was also hanging in the window. And yeah. so I guess just a combination of cool things. So we both travel a lot and right. can bring back really cool and interesting stuff from the places that we travel. Um, but most of the stuff that I have is like down in a drawer because, well, Op- Optin doesn't like clutter very much.
1: <laughs> been, and
2: I just haven't gotten around to decorating with things.
1: Why don't you want why don't you want your wonderful girlfriend to bring a lot of plants and old wood into your home
3: (laughs) uh judge uh i submitted a picture of a piece of dried wood that currently
1: sits on top of our fireplace (laughs) um do you think this court has uh, never seen a piece of dried wood before sir all right i'll look uh, at your picture i'll look at your picture.
2: also a picture that we submitted of a llama painting that my ah! painted for ah! me, and it's the coolest painting. It's a llama with a scarf, and as soon as we moved in, he said, we are not hanging that on the wall.
3: That looks, that llama looks terrifying to me, Judge. But you heard my, <laughs> you heard my, my, you heard
1: my yell of terror. Of course, all of these images will be available on the Judge John Hodgman page of MaximumFun.org, but people can judge for themselves, but you know, llamas it's hard for me to imagine finding a way to make a llama look more terrifying than it is.
2: (laughs) It has a scarf on though.
1: Not only does it have a scarf, but the llama is smiling in a malicious way and is, and is standing in front of a, what would seem to be a, a, a evergreen filled horizon topped with two gently floating hot air balloons. I have a question. You said your friend gave you
0: this llama? She painted it, Uh, yeah. Did she? Oh, I was just going to ask if she found it on the beach.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She may have painted it on the beach, though. That sounds like something she'd do.
1: And then the other piece of evidence you submitted, Kelsey, or no, Obden, you submitted this evidence. Is the piece is the very piece of driftwood with the what looks to me dying air plant next to it? The air plant
2: yes. died. The died, but I still like it, so I still. Um, I had never keep heard. It of an, in the driftwood, I have
1: never heard of an air plant before, and I'm fascinated by this idea that a plant that needs that needs no soil that you can just stick into a piece of wood and hang from your ceiling. <laughs> but I have to yeah. tell you that a dead air plant truly looks like an an alien invading species. Thank you. It's a little. That's. But it's dead, Optin. I mean, if we're a we're, we're alive and lush and green. It, it wasn't. It wasn't that much of an improvement when it was alive. Now let's take a look, Optin. You also submitted some evidence uh, of uh, of your apartment as it is now, minus minus all of the organic material and terrifying paintings that Kelsey wants to put in and so here here is a picture of your of your home this is not, how big is the apartment uh about seven hundred square feet okay, and how many rooms is it just one bedroom, so it's one bedroom, and then what I'm looking at here is the
0: com- living combo slash living
1: slash dining area yes right and you've you've got this right it's all ikea furniture it's very spare there's no there's no carpeting, of any kind. Uh, a couple of uh, diplomas, propped, I would say, rather precariously on what, <laughs> on the mantelpiece of what is this? A, a operating fireplace? Is it a gas? Uh, fireplace? Yes, it's a gas operated right. fireplace. Very, very spare indeed. I, I I feel as though this is the bare minimum you would need to put into an apartment. Let's say if you were an international spy and needed to live in an apartment to maintain surveillance and in a different apartment across the street. (laughs) Just that's what's coming to my mind. If I could interrupt here just on
0: that subject. Uh, Abdin, I can't help but notice that you've sent in a visual example of what you would like the apartment to look like. Maybe you could describe that? Yes, that is
3: a picture of the apartment that the fictional character Sterling Archer lives in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you mean you mean the fictional uh, murderous super spot?
3: Uh, potato po-murder, as they would say in that show. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> This is a second, I think the second in a row Archer shout out for the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hope you've already signed the petition to get me a guest role on Archer. I'm
3: all
0: for it.
1: So yes, here we are in the middle of Archer's apartment and it's got, it's got a very mid century modern vibe. Um,
3: that would be my ideal apartment if we made Archer money, which we do not yet. Mm -hmm. So this is my attempt to achieve Archer look at the lower end of disposable furniture company.
1: So what you're going for is the luxury of imaginary super spy life. And what you have yes. currently is the is the sa- is the sad underfurnished uh uh de- depressing uh luxury non-luxury of a, un- a federal employee for an unnamed agency life.
3: Indeed, we are sitting on a couch called uh, Lugnvik, or however it's pronounced.
1: L u g n v i k. L u g Lugnvik, L-U-G- I think, sounds about right. And and you like, but you like the IKEA. Like, if you had more money, you'd fill it up with more IKEA. Is that right?
3: Uh, I don't. I think I would like to think I would. I have better taste. and I would go someplace with more lavish furniture.
0: Because right now, looking at this picture, your apartment basically looks like an unoccupied Airbnb, (laughs) like a low-end Airbnb.
1: Yeah, it's got that. It's got it's got all the charms of a room at a at a uh, at a Spring Hill Suites. go ahead and name 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 This is
2: going my way. (laughs) Let
1: me let me ask you: Do you have a kitchen in your apartment, or do you just go down to the lobby and get something? (laughs) You get you get a you get a you get a can of soup from the from the uh, from the the pantry that they have there that you heat up in a microwave and bring it back to your room.
3: Uh, we do have a kitchen and it does have stainless steel appliances. I was going to take a picture of it and send it, but kitchen was dirty on that day. And... That's
1: that's that's just fine. Obviously, the kitchen already came furnished. Presumably, you had no choice in that correct do you intend to like is it because you do not have enough funds to purchase a carpet (laughs) or do you or is it a choice to not i just want to i'm not judging i just want to get a sense of well technically i'm always judging but i just wanted to get a sense of whether it is your aesthetic is so spare that you would rather have a bare floor than put in a carpet
2: he wanted a bare floor. That was uh, part of what we were looking for in, a, in an apartment. He wanted hardwood, right? And any, any, um, I don't know, any rug. I feel like he just is like, eh, why?
1: Would you prefer to not have a, a, a carpet at all on the on the hardwood floor, Abdin? I wouldn't mind having like a nice
3: rug of perhaps Persian or Turkish or Bulgarian no.
1: origins, no, but they're again, not, they're not known for that kind of thing. I'm afraid. <laughs> you don't, don't make good rugs i'm sorry <laughs> it's just not known it's not part of their culture in any way
0: darn it yeah i mean it's like trying to get a pizza slice in new york it's, <laughs> it's gonna stink like, no matter yeah. no matter you'd where better, you better you'd
1: be better off you'd be better off getting some persian pizza and putting that on the floor because that's a good carpet <laughs> i mean you have to understand kelsey you might think this is going your way but there's there though i i don't l- love the furniture that Obden picked out um, it's not to my taste. The idea of the just the the spareness of it is, does kind of have a hold on my soul. Oh,
2: oh no. Because I, I think what I would like is to be able to pick things up from different places that I go, including thrift stores. Sure, I'm all kinds favorite. of
1: beaches and vacant lots.
2: <laughs> yeah, if I find something I like, I want to be able to bring it home and put it somewhere in the apartment.
1: And, Obden, you wish to deny her this? This opportunity uh, to help decorate the apartment that she presumably pays half for? Yes? Abs-
3: she does pay half for uh, Absolutely not. But I do want to set some ground rules and boundaries. Uh, we also live in the East Coast now, which I'm sure you know, there is a bed bug situation going on on most of the East Coast. So, trip stores kind of freak me out.
1: Well, that's an interesting point. Yes, as someone who has struggled with bed bugs before, and conquered them. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stuff do you want to bring home from thrift stores?
2: Um, I would know it when I see it. Like, I can't think of anything particularly—just sure. something that catches my eye that I like. Yeah,
1: like that's how thrift stores yeah, work. Yeah, you
2: never really know, like you're, you. don't go there. For I don't a know. Thing. I might want to just
1: go and get a garbage bag of old sheets <laughs> that were thrown away,
2: or I would be maybe all a bin of that. discarded
0: never stuffed know. animals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Judge Hodron we're gonna have a lot of trouble if you start running down thrift stores and I'm not house. running down thrift stores but jesse Thorne my bailiff my bailiff uh what do you recommend with regard to furnishings from thrift stores if bed bugs is a concern uh for you I believe that there are things that can be done
0: to uh alleviate the risk of bed bugs um i'm i', I can't remember what they are off the top of my head i think it it's steaming them something like that uh eliminates bed bugs bed bugs if you are careful aren't the hardest thing in the world to uh yeah I,
1: I can i can tell you that you, you if it is a piece of clothing run it on high through the dryer uh for 20 minutes or longer and that will decontaminate it completely of all foreign intruders uh, and if it is something that is hard, uh, th- like a picture frame or something like that, and you have to, I mean, bedbugs can get into those little things. Uh, rubbing alcohol, if it will not damage the item itself, um, will uh, kill any uh, bedbug nymphs and eggs. Um, if it is a piece of furniture that is upholstered, even though I recently purchased a sofa from a flea market, it was a big and, and, and is a beautiful upholstered vintage uh, sofa that I love very much. It, it was a big breath, inward breath of and leap of confidence that that was going to be okay. And so far, everything's fine. Um, but yes, those, those are the board. things you could do. I, I think that it would, I, I think that as Jesse points out, for most items, particularly decorative items, that is to say, pieces of driftwood, other pieces of garbage <laughs> that you want to use to, that want to put on your mantle or whatever. Uh, these things can be pretty pretty well deloused without too much risk. Um, there is more or less an issue of an aesthetic. How would you describe Kelsey's aesthetic? What are you afraid she's going to be bringing in? And what are the rules that you would oh. like to lay down? More than one
3: occasion, she has mentioned a desire to go and find or purchase from a thrift store a rock to put uh-huh. on our coffee table, like yeah.
2: a cool rock, like crystal.
1: Yeah, Well yeah, not whoa. like a <laughs> Kelsey, like a
2: geode.
1: <laughs> Kelsey, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, right? I like, I can see, I, I like the idea of decorating with natural. Items and when you said a cool rock, I'm like, yeah, I can picture a cool rock. And then you said a crystal, and I'm like, wait, no, I mean, like, like that is the opposite of cool (sighs) rock. Uh, geodes are kind of cool yeah. like a ge- like a geode but I feel you now I'm, I'm beginning to, to tell me more tell me more that she wants to bring in Optin
3: she wants to bring that she has an idea and this kind of was her compromise about a chandelier that just points in
1: all sorts of I kind of
2: want to make one that looks like like a Sputnik chandelier but I want to make it myself
1: what are you going to make it out of? first I, of all don't, mean, don't say Sputnik so sort of chandelier metal. like everyone knows exactly what you're talking about uh, thank you <laughs>
2: Like a ball that has like sticky
1: out. Oh, uh, a sticky like, outy ball chandelier.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to describe. Maybe it maybe looks like a Sputnik. It,
1: it's like it's like chrome. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: And it oh. has spikes
1: coming out of it in it different directions. Spikes, oh, I see. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone looks this up. They'll know exactly what I'm talking about. They, it's yeah. like a, like a chrome, typically a chrome ball with fixtures pointing out of it in all directions, and it looks and like I, a.
2: I want to find. Either find one at like a thrift store, which would probably be hard to do, or try and make one.
1: How would you make one without smelting a thing? Or <laughs>
2: that's a good no. question. Plumbing fixtures, plumbing yeah, fixtures. I'm crazy like fixtures. that. Sure, plumbing fixtures.
1: Jesse, are you are you saying you've made a Sputnik chandelier out of out of some pipes?
0: <laughs> no, but the the prospect appeals to me immensely. You are. And I think it could be very yeah. well
1: done if if done carefully. I, I think so as well. This is one of the situations where that I don't know is precedented in Judge John Hodgman legislative history, where Bailiff Jesse is really into one litigant and I am really into another litigant. We're taking sides. It is the time we live in as same as a Supreme Court split decision. That's right. But if we split down the middle, then we have to reveal, we have to, what, revert to the previous ruling, right? And there is none. So (laughs) history requires us to come to some decision. Judge Hodgman, I feel like I need
0: to disclose that uh, I just finished reading a book called American Junk by Mary Randolph Carter, and I got so excited by its depictions of various uh, thrift store and flea market decor selections that I went onto a popular book purchasing website and purchased not only big city junk and kitchen junk, but also uh the book Never Stop to Think. Do I have a place for this? Uh, and oh, no. for the love of old, all follow-up books by the author Mary Randolph Carter. These are all terrible suggestions. I'm
2: writing this down right now. <laughs> Who, so, by the I'm way, gonna, I'm gonna
0: go was, a, this. was a top stylist at Ralph Lauren. She's no, she's
1: no old, old country grandma, if no, that's, that's what you're <laughs> imagining. She, she, she knows how to pile junk on side tables in Ralph Lauren stores, for sure. Yep. Little round eyeglasses that belong to no one and books that will never be read and all, all that all that kind of eye pollution.
0: Visual Let me pollution
1: add that that defines the Ralph Lauren aesthetic, as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, Ralph Lauren. I think, <laughs> be, I think you'll be fine. So, <laughs> so, certainly, it's, certainly, it's hard. It's hard to argue in favor of the IKEA aesthetic, which is junk that you wasted your money on. Um, but that's we'll we'll save this for the verdict. Uh, just out of curiosity, Kelsey, are you crafty? Do you feel you can make a Sputnik? Chandelier. I, yeah,
2: yeah, I do. Well, because I,
1: because of experience you have doing these kinds of things, or because well, you just yeah. believe it of yourself.
2: Um, I'm pretty crafty. I I tend to make different things, and I did so at my old apartment. I just haven't had the time. Like, here, what are some of the things you? What are bottles? some
1: of the things you made at your old apartment?
2: Oh, my roommate and I. <laughs> we distressed a uh, bookshelf that we we um, found at a garage sale and painted it blue, and it looked really cool. It was like a teal, like, antique distressed wood bookshelf. It mm-hmm. was the best.
1: Right. It seems to me like, it, 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 you know, it's, it's all coming down to brand names here, but, like, it, it sounds to me, Obden, like you're trying to reach Dwell Magazine by, by way of... Uh, with the with the poor tools that IKEA offers you, and it sounds to me um, that you're uh, Kelsey that you're trying to get inside an anthropology catalog. Would that be fair <laughs> uh, to say? It? Yes, that is very accurate. Yeah, because I'm getting a real picture, and it's and it's it's a it's a really hard case because um, you have very distinct tastes. Like Kelsey, would you like to have some hanging tapestries in there? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I already, I already have. So. The moment you said geode, the whole thing came into <laughs> came into focus. But but mine
2: would be more authentic than anthropology because I have tapestries <laughs> from the places I've actually been, not that I spent two hundred dollars on.
1: Yeah, no, the the ta- hanging pieces of junk that tell a story of your life.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: I guess I I guess my only question here, Judge Hodgman, with your characterization of this situation, is I am not convinced that Obden wants uh, to live in a Dwell magazine lifestyle, uh, because I think he's sort of explained a general contempt for the aesthetic, and in fact I wonder if he would not simply prefer to live in I don't know an army barracks. <laughs> No, you know that he wants to live in Archer's apartment. Well, uh, Archer's apartment could very well have
1: a Sputnik lamp. Thank you kindly. Yeah, well, it's true. It's very mid-century modern. I think that I think that Obden is trying is trying to figure out what his aesthetic is. But it, generally speaking, it does not involve geodes and tapestries. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs>
3: right, and I feel like the Archer apartment in Sputnik will be done by professional and very beautifully.
1: Do you want? To, do you, Do you want your girlfriend to leave you? <laughs> no, I do not. I was
2: going to say, if I make a Sputnik, it will be beautiful.
1: All right, we all know that this you are words to live by. <laughs> we all we all know that one of my orders will be: Yeah, you better make that Sputnik chandelier and post a picture of it. I almost feel like I want to. I want to. Recess this court for the period of time that it is that you require to make a Sputnik chandelier before I even <laughs> render my verdict because then then I will know uh just how good you are at sputniking it'll be years judge it'll be years
2: uh, i yeah I'm, uh, that's terrible, but i I just have so little time because I go to law school at I, like I have class every evening and I work eight to five thirty and then go to class six to nine thirty, so I don't have very much time for crafting.
1: How do you feel, Kelsey, when you go into your home that you share with Opton?
2: Um in to be honest, in a lot of ways I feel really grateful because he does a lot of the like house like arranging I wouldn't say chores, because we have a cleaning person, but he'll cook get like get groceries i don't know he kind of like does the cleaning person apartment. just come
1: in and hose it all down <laughs> because yeah, you have the interior of a honda element yeah right. <laughs> just... yeah because you, you 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 have absolutely no textiles of any kind
2: <laughs> i mean yeah they could possibly do that hose and then squeegee it out maybe
1: but i mean he... Since you are getting this pushback on your geodes and your tapestries and your hanging plants and your uh, uh, everything else, um, when you walk into the home and you know that he would not like to have those things, does it feel like your home?
2: Um, Yeah, it, it actually does because he's here.
1: Boy, oh boy. (laughs) <laughs> Blink twice if you need help.
2: <laughs> no, it does feel like a home. It's, it's not the first. That's show. not
1: how you're going to win this case. What you're supposed to? <laughs> well, <laughs> do you understand? Like you're supposed to say, "I don't feel like I oh, okay. have any way to express as as myself in, in my I own home." Like
2: an IKEA show, like showroom.
1: Do you fear that if if you allow one air plant? <laughs> then you're going to lose control and suddenly it's just going to be all air plants? Um, No, I feel like we can limit it to
3: one air plant and it's sitting dead on our fireplace right now, but...
2: I can always buy new ones.
1: Yeah, okay. Get rid of the dead air plant. (laughs) (laughs) Do you fear that 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 air plant is going to take over your body?
3: It it is pretty foreign looking. Right. I, I don't know what it does at night
1: the last thing we need in th- in these dangerous times is an alien airplant taking over the body of a high-level secret agent living in an ikea world often before i go in and make my decision you say there there are certain things that you would like to prohibit specifically uh from your apartment what are they <laughs> Uh, anything from thrift store that is upholstered
3: or has the potential of carrying any undesirable bugs or bed bugs, mm-hmm. and anything that is too off-putting to a reasonable person who we might have over, and they will see what that will become a conversation
1: piece. Well, like, thank what you. what is that? Yeah. <laughs> so, no conversation pieces.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that comes over is going to be just incredibly bored.
1: You understand the conversation pieces are there to inspire conversation (laughs) Uh, i i ask you this judge what does that
3: llama is going to inspire the conversation to be
0: hey what's that llama doing over there (laughs) Ah, interesting story my old roommate painted that on the beach or found it i'm not sure
1: (laughs) it it inspired look i tell you we we would have gotten a lot less out of this case if that llama hadn't scared me that, that really provided some good conversation speaking of which your roommate Kelsey you and she used to distress bookcases together she was painting llamas you guys were dancing around with your Stevie Nicks stuff on just living yeah. it up in, in geode land do you miss her
2: I do a lot where is she uh she's in medical school now uh, in a different state
1: does she have someone in her life who's re- who's not letting her let her anthropology flag fly?
2: I don't believe so.
1: All right. I think I've heard everything I need to in order to make my decision. I'm going to go into my chambers, which is currently kitted out as the uh, uh, Venture Brothers apartment in the latest season of Venture Brothers. And uh, I will be back in a moment with my decision. Please rise as judge John Hodgman
0: exits the courtroom. Kelsey, it sounds like you're barely home anyway. Why does this matter so much to you?
2: Um, I mean, I guess it would just be nice to be able to have memories of past things that we've done or places that we've been and have that included as part of our home that people can see. And I don't know that I can see when I walk around.
0: Optin, I, I understand that you've purchased the bare minimum amount of furniture necessary for human life. Uh, would it kill you to get like an area rug or something? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm open to the idea of a
2: rug. Only if I we buy I, an IKEA, though.
3: It, no, if we can afford a nice one. Specifically, I didn't buy an IKEA rug because they look so cheap and polyester.
0: You 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 said you need something Persian. Turkish, uh, Turkish or Bulgarian. For Bulgarian. What about, what about maybe Oaxacan? There's another nice rug tradition. I am not familiar with those. I'll look into them. Okay, good. I appreciate that. Hey, do you guys, out of curiosity, do you guys own this apartment or rent? We rent. But at some point in the future, you might think about owning something, right? Yes. Yeah, you probably are going to want to talk to my Aunt Debbie Miller there in Arlington, right? She's a lifestyle (laughs) transition specialist. Fantastic. I didn't know that's a thing. Yeah, totally. She's going gonna, she's gonna to help you find a great place, but uh, she can't help you with the furniture. We'll have to see what Judge John Hodge has to say about that. We'll be back with more in just a second.
2: Back for another game.
1: You know
0: it.
2: What's going on?
3: Just one more week till Max Fun Drive.
2: <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks.
1: Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly, incredibly fascinating.
2: Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app.
1: And at MaximumFun.org.
0: Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re enters the courtroom.
1: Lifestyle transition specialist. Yeah, Debbie Miller. Arlington, Virginia. And and that's more than like she's a life she's, coach or a real estate she's agent. A, I don't understand. She's a she's
0: a real estate agent who works with people, often people who are either uh who are either moving into their first place or who are uh uh moving into like a retirement home.
1: Does she help people with the difficulties of joining lives that had previously been separate? I think that she would be wonderful. At doing that. Well, if only we had people like that to refer to her. (laughs) But unfortunately, we just have these weirdos. Yeah. (laughs) I think she'd get
0: one look at that llama and just straight out the other side of the door.
1: Uh, Here's the thing. You guys are joining, whether or not you are getting married, you are joining your domestic lives together. And that can often be uh, uncomfortable because uh, and, and challenging um, because you obviously love each other, but you're going to be r- revealing sides to each other that had previously been n- not purposefully concealed, but just through everyday life, you just didn't know that your girlfriend had a crazy llama painting, or that your boyfriend had, buys cheap furniture. These are things that you're you're learning about each other now that you're trying to merge. Your lives together and your sense of um, aesthetic together, Uh, and you know it's it's a challenge because you you are not wealthy. Um, uh, International intrigue doesn't pay what it used to, and uh, and you've already wasted a bunch of your money on a bunch of junk that you don't like. Right, Abden? Would you (laughs) say you love the furniture you have? Uh, I do not. No, I don't love no, it. No, and I know how you feel. It's all right, reality, right? I mean, it's it's serviceable, right? I've had IKEA in my life, and it has, they have some fun pieces, and they 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 have some nice pieces. But generally speaking, um, I've never met someone who was like I, that was a really good investment. Um, <laughs> I, I love it, and it it has never fallen apart. <laughs> <laughs> It's not things that I've heard said about IKEA furniture in the past but you had to get stuff in there uh fast and at a at a uh, uh, economically and you did it and now you're going to be stuck with this for a while till you can build up uh the war chest again to start deploying it and making um your spring hill suites more of a home and in the meantime Kelsey has some good ideas, because she is used to having uh, having spent a lot of time um, with, living with a similar thrift shopian, uh, going out and rescuing garbage and fixing it up and turning it into decorative pieces, which is, you know, uh, uh, a very um, efi- a cost-efficient way to bring some interesting elements into your decorative life. Uh, But, and this is a major but, geode. Geode, a geode is a beautiful thing. But with a geode comes a lot of extra baggage in the form of hanging tapestries and um, candles, pillar candles, um, distressed wood bookshelves and found garbage hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Kelsey has a very distinctive uh and I and I dare say at the risk of being gendered a a a, a feminine right uh style decorative style and you uh I think, have a very distinctive style, which I guess we have to then call male, in that who cares if it's ugly, I can wash it off easily. <laughs> <laughs> but the distinctive, the the anthropology s- style that, that you are interested in, Kelsey, you can tell I have some reservations about it. Personally, uh, it can go wrong if you are layering in too many goo gaws and found things and little glass balls and doodads and this and that. Do you know what I mean? And and secondly, that is a style that is really defined by um, how how many things can we put in a pile over here by the phony old time LP player. Do you know what I mean? And um, and 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 it also requires a lot. It has an emphasis on in in, in its world fake vintage. But in your world, real vintage stuff that scares Abed because things might be living in it. So <laughs> it's it's really you know it's really a style that that is um, designed to cause him anxiety, and also um, I think can very quickly get out of hand and make it look like you're living in the back of a truck. I'm not saying you have bad style. I'm just saying that there are risks inherent. Once you start going down that road, as you see that Obden, his style also have risks uh, when you go too far, and you don't invest in pieces of furniture that you love and care about, and bring you happiness when you may spark joy when you touch them, like Maria Condo says, and uh, and and it just looks like um, it, it 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 looks like a a, a prison in many ways. <laughs> Looks like a pretty nice prison. Looks like a white-collar prison. Let's put it that way. But luckily for you both, I think that there's a way to meld these styles for you, Kelsey, to use the incredibly blank slate that Obden has provided you and accent it tastefully and minimally with your uh, found objects, be they thrift store finds or stuff you pull off a beach or out of a vacant lot, I I like, and and I think the the key here uh, will be for you guys to, um, for you Kelsey to act judiciously, and slowly and deliberately, and not just start bringing home a bunch of junk but to let Obden live with a hanging piece of driftwood with an air plant growing in it. And let him live with it at its best, like, say, a living air plant. (laughs) Because I actually think that that kind of spare environment with a single piece of driftwood has a very wabi-sabi niceness to it that I can picture in my mind that I think you guys might be able to learn to enjoy together. And I also think that you guys, and this is all life advice, right? I haven't rendered my verdict yet. I also think that you guys should take the benefit of the time that you have of having no money and you can't immediately rectify the terrible mistakes that Abden made by going to Ikea for all your furniture to go through some catalogs and go online to interior decoration sites and everything else and start, you know, sort of sitting there and saying, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? What do you think about that? and find things that you can actually kind of agree on and just be uh, agree to be honest with each other um, so that you can start finding places where your two different styles can intersect. I find in favor of Kelsey insofar <laughs> that Obden's uh, request that I ban specifically a llama painting and also anything else that might spur a conversation <laughs> is simply too vague and too unreasonable to uphold. Kelsey has to have the opportunity to bring her taste into the apartment. But the caveat is, Kelsey, you have to make a Sputnik chandelier. You uh, you said you could do it. I want to see it. I want the listeners to judge Sean Hodgman to be able to see it over at MaximumFun.org. If you make that thing, then you can hang a llama painting. But until then, llama painting stays under your bed. And in the meantime, develop your taste together, slowly but surely. You may bring in things from thrift stores so long as you delouse them, but be judicious, be patient, and understand that that this takes time before you develop a taste together. This is the sound of a gavel. Judge John Hodgman rules, that is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman
0: exits the courtroom. Optin, how are you feeling about the case?
3: I'm feeling okay. Not super disappointed. I feel like judge was very fair, and given the time constraint, I don't see her building the chandelier for another two to three years, which gives us the, exactly the time to develop our taste together. And by then, maybe the llama painting will be out of the picture.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I I have a friend in Oaxaca who's a rug weaver. I'll let let me know, and I'll hook you up. She can send you some pictures. You can you know you can pick a little something out.
3: Thank you, uh, Bailiff.
0: Kelsey, how are you feeling?
2: I'm feeling great. This this is, uh, first of all, I'm really excited to make the Sputnik chandelier, and this just gives me more motivation. Oh, it's happening.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm pretty excited for you, Kelsey. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Obtin Kelsey, thanks so much for joining us on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by... and I got one for my mother-in-law and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up, seriously. Who produced uh, and edited this program? Uh, Julia Smith
0: produced this week's program. It was edited by Mark McConville. It was named by Karen Polowick. Thank you to Karen for naming the show. If you want to name a future episode of Judge John Hodgman, like Judge John Hodgman on Facebook. Join the MaximumFun.org Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, J-E-S-S-E-T-H-O-R-N, and at Hodgman. You can also join us on Reddit at maximumfund.reddit.com, where there's a lively discussion of every week's program. Uh, And you can hashtag it on Twitter, hashtag JJHO. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, big or small, we consider them all. Go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO,
1: and there you will find uh, easy installation instructions. Speaking of installation, I... I would like to say Kelsey isn't with us anymore, but uh, I hope she's listening to this now. Before you make that Sputnik chandelier, please don't electrocute yourself or anyone else. Yeah, that's a good call. We are not <laughs> responsible for electrocutions. It's pretty much a given. That's uh, it's blanketly true for all podcasts, but I especially want to say it now. We'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Maximumfun.org.
2: Comedy and culture.